you're listening to a message from Victory. Jesus brought us from the deadness of our sin to fullness of life in Him. Discover more about this truth in week three of our series, The Great Exchange. In Ephesians 2, I'll start with verse 4 and then end with verse 10. If you have your Bibles, kindly read with me. Verse 4 says there, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Let us pray. Lord, thank You. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to hear your word. And Lord, my prayer, our prayer is that your word will really penetrate our hearts today. Lord, let our hearts be open wide to receive your word. Lord, let your word come alive in us. And let it resurrect those who are dead. Let it resurrect, Lord, those who are walking dead even today. Holy Spirit, work in our hearts. We thank you, Lord. We invite you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, this is uh, just to give you a background. During this time, Paul was uh, in, in Ephesus, right, talking to the believers. Mga Christiano na kausap niya. And then while he was uh, in uh, Ephesus, he, uh, nakita niya yung, yung city ng Ephesus. It was a growing city. All right, a lot of buildings were being set up, constructed left and right. This this city was, uh, if you compare it today, it's like BGC in Taguig. No? So, parang a lot of progress happening in Ephesus. Ephesus boasted civic monuments, including most prominently the Temple of Artemis Diana, one of the seven wonders of the world during their time. So, pag tinignan mo yung Ephesus during the time of Paul. Grabe to, sobrang advance, right? And I was, uh, as I was saying, it was like uh, our BGC today. Dati Makati, although advanced pa rin ang Makati, it's still the central business uh, district. But BGC, you would see their uh, tall buildings, high-rise, educational institutions, international schools. Meron dyan mga bagong hotel. Shangri-La has uh, a hotel in uh, BGC. A lot of malls have opened up. Businesses are booming, right? And you would see people 24-7 working inside those offices. I think during the time of Paul, the, the people in Ephesus were living, uh, living the life, right? They were, of course, there, there were poor people during the time, but mostly they were um, rich in terms of their financial status. So again, they were living the life. But question is, is that all to life? Yes, we're part of a booming industry. Philippines is growing in, 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 
in terms of economy, but is that all to life? Yun ba yung sukatan ng buhay? Pag nakakabili ka ng mga gamit, nakakabili ka ng kotse, you're able to purchase online, you have all those cars that you wanted, you're, you're working uh, in, a, in a very good office, okay yung pinagtatrabawan mo, your business is thriving, is that all to life? Is that how you measure life? Lord, okay naman ako, nag-church naman ako. I go here every Sunday. I serve in the ministry. I'm okay. I give my tithes. Lord, I don't hurt anyone. Hindi naman ako nagnanakaw. Basta wala akong inaabala, okay na ako. And I think I'm living the life, Pastor Alan. But you know, it's possible that you're living the life, living the life now, and yet miss the good life that God wants us to live. And that's my prayer for you today. As you go out of those doors, your life will never be the same again. Your life will be transformed by the power of the gospel. Let me share a story of uh, one of the one of our or the most one of the most famous actors in Hollywood. His name is Robin Williams, multi-awarded comedian and actor. One of his funniest movie was Mrs. Doubtfire. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate pa Mrs. Doubtfire? Kanta no na, sobrang sobrang nakakatawa. Alright? One of his funniest movies. But last August 11, 2014, Robin Williams was found dead at his home in, in California, USA. The cause was apparent suicide after a long bout of depression. Ironic lang, no? He made millions laugh through his movies and yet, deep inside, he's not okay. Depressed. And it led to suicide. Mukhang okay outside, but on the inside, something different is happening. Now you can be okay. There are times that I ask people, Oh, bro, kumusta ka na? I'm okay. Di nga. Okay naman. Oh, well, as you ask people, are you okay? And if you keep on asking them two times, three times, answers will change. Why? Our default is to show people we are okay. We're living the life. I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. And yet inside, it's rotting. Living a different life. It is possible that you are breathing, moving, getting all the awards and perks of this world, doing good things now, and yet be dead inside. How many of you have felt that? Even if you have accomplished a lot of things, there's still emptiness. Paul says in Ephesians 2 verse 1, As for you, you were dead. As for you, you were dead. Now when you say dead, this, this is not partially dead. This is dead. Patay. Right? And it's not physical. It's not just physical, but it's spiritually Dead. What Paul meant was the person is unable to understand and appreciate spiritual things. He possesses no spiritual life and he can do nothing of himself to please God. I remember when, while uh, growing up, I didn't open my Bible. Now, kung inopen ko man yung Bible, dahil napag-utusan lang ako sa school. 
How many of you experienced that? Binuksan niya yung Bible dahil sinabi lang nung, ano, nung teacher. Tama? And every time I read the Bible, it doesn't make sense to me. Yes, I know the parables, only the parables. But after that, nothing. Nothing changes. Nothing happens. Why? Because it, I don't have the Spirit of God in me. I'm dead. I cannot discern what God wants. Why? Because this is who we are before Christ. We were dead. As for you, you were dead. Dead people can't do anything what the living can do. They can't worship God. They can't serve God. They can't even start believing. Walang faith. Meron ba sa inyo no, na, na receive niyo si Jesus, faith started arising. You, you start believing for greater things. Start believing for your marriages. Start believing for your business to rise up. Pero nung, nung wala pa si Christ sa buhay natin, anong ginagawa natin? Sariling diskarte ko na lang to. I'm okay. I'm gonna do it on my own. But now, something's different. Faith arises. Why? You're, something different came in your life. Now, let me debunk this statement. Hindi totoo yung God helps those who help themselves. Narinig nyo na yun? God helps those who help themselves. How can you help yourself if you're dead? Di ba pagpatay, uh, na, nakailan na ako memorial services for the past two years. One thing in common that I know and I see is that dead people in the box, they don't move. Imagine dead people moving. Nakapikit. Biglang gumanon. Tapos gumanon. Konti lang. But, I, I, may nakakita na sa inyong ganon. Pag nakita kayo ng grabe yun, ha, nakakatakot yun. And that's who we are before Christ. We cannot move. We cannot respond. That's why we cannot help ourselves. We need someone to pull us up. Someone who's powerful. Now, you might be asking, how can I be dead? Ganyan ba yung sitwasyon ko talaga, Pastor, before Jesus? Pastor, okay naman ako. I'm doing, I'm living the life. I have everything. Why am I dead? Let us continue. Ephesians 2 says there, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin. Sin is a failure to conform the, to, to the standard of God. Yung Ten Commandments na lang, pag-usapan natin, wag na iba. Sino sa inyo na perfect na to? TJ. Come on. Ang hirap, ha? And nobody has perfected that. If you have perfected that, there's something wrong if Christ is not part of your life. Now, sabi niyan, dead in trespasses and sins. Trespasses, the meaning of it, Falling away after being close beside. Parang may do not enter. Tapos nandyan ka, ano kaya nandun sa kabila? Subukan natin. Falling. Falling away. Sabi niya, it's a lapse, deviation from truth, an error, slip up, wrongdoing that can be unconscious, non-deliberate. Pwede pala yun, hindi mo sinasadya. No, pwede pala na pag stoplight pula, wala naman nakakakita, madilim, midnight, go na yan. Pwede pala yun, no, na hindi sinasadya. Well, let me confess, I'm guilty of that. 
before Christ. Trespasses can be non-deliberate. Hindi mo sinasadya. Pero just one trespass you do, it already qualifies you to be a dead person. Again, going back to lapses, may secretary ka, you own the business, and you stay with your secretary during the office hours, working with your secretary in an enclosed room. Okay lang yan. Di naman ako natetempt eh. Oh. Eight hours a day, six days a week, five days a week, lapses. May business kind, the only way to get out of your mess and to save hundreds of employees from being jobless, bribe na natin to para matapos na yung problema, lapses. Meron kang crush, pero alam mo, you're not, you don't have the same faith. Pero Lord, siya na yung pinagdatasal ko, siya na talaga. Siya na, baka maubusan na ako, Lord. Pwede na yan. I-convert ko na lang. Lapses. Lapses starts from small things and it will lead you to bigger sins. And the consequences are not just you, but it will affect the people around you. Can I confess? Just last Wednesday, nung ihahatid ko yung sasakyan nung kapatid ko sa bahay nila, I live in Cubao, I have to bring their car sa Ortigas, so I have to pass by EDSA, make a U-turn sa Pituazon, and then Ortigas. Eh, traffic dun sa EDSA U-turn na Pituazon, so I have to uh, put down my window, ask the police right beside me, sa tabi-tabi ko, say ko, boss, pwede na ba mag-U-turn? Eh, traffic. So, diretso pa rin ako. Nung pagdating ko sa U-turn, nakita ko nakasara. Eh, may dalawang traffic enforcer, MMDA. Sabi ko, boss, bubuksan nyo na ba? So ako naman, bait, diretso ako, pasok kong Araneta, ikot na lang. Balik ako, punta akong C5, doon na ako dumaan. Pagdating ko ng bahay, after uh, parking the car of my brother, napansin ko yung plate number, coding. So nung nakita kong coding, sabi ko, wow, praise God! Hindi ako nauli! So, kinuha ko na yung kotse ko, yung pinarada ko sa brother ko a week ago, kinuha ko na, yun, hindi coding yun. So, malakas na yung ko. Pero, ay, sobrang tuwa ako. Pray lang ako, Lord. Grabe, thank you. Pero as I was driving, I realized, yes, I was not caught. Yes, I escaped the wrath of the MMDA. Magkano rin yun, ha? but I'm still a lawbreaker in the eyes of the law of the land. Even if they did not catch me. I'm still a lawbreaker and that's who we are. This is our condition before Christ. We were lawbreakers, we were dead, we failed and we did not meet the standards of a holy God. Deliberate manyan or unintentional. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. One sin qualifies us to be dead. Again, going back, it says in verse 1, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now 
and work in those who are disobedient. We have been following not God, but we have been following another one. Now, if you're not following God, who are you following? Satan. Talaga, <laughs> follower of ni Satan, it says here. And that's our reality before Christ. We were sons of disobedience. We were alive, yes, but we were alive to disobedience. And we were dead to obedience. Alive to disobedience and dead to obedience. Disobedience is the beginning of man's death. Now, when Adam and Eve ate the, the fruit, what happened? He dis- he, they disobeyed God. And when they disobeyed God, something happened. There's a, an immeasurable gap, immeasurable gap between man and God. And from that time on, mankind has been trying to bridge the gap between man and God. How do, how do we do it? Kapag wala si Christ, anong ginagawa natin? Religion, good works. We start doing religion, offering good works, sacrifices, and following set of commands. But how can you bridge the gap if you are dead? How can you trust people when they say, I'm gonna bridge the gap if they are dead as well? Disobedience and sin brought that to us. Yes, it's true that you can do good works without Christ, but those good works are like filthy rags before God. In the Bible, in Isaiah, it says there are works, good works are like filthy rags. We are all incapable of doing anything to merit salvation and meet the standards of God. Why? Because the problem is not what we can do for God. The problem is our very heart. Kaya kahit na anong gawin natin na mabuti, anong gawin nating religion, it will not suffice, it will not reach the holiness of God. Why? We're dead. Our actions are not the problem. The problem is our very heart. Kaya nga Jesus is after our hearts. He's not after our sacrifices. Why? If you change the heart, actions will follow. Actions that are right with God. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? That's why you don't follow the heart. Kapag single ka, tapos sinabi mo, iba na yung tibok ng puso. Pag nakikita ko siya, deception yan. Ayoko na sa kanya, pastor. Hindi niya na ako naiintindihan. Iwan ko na yung asawa ko. Hello? Don't follow your heart. Follow what Christ says. Follow Christ. The problem is our very nature. Sabi niya in verse 3, like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. I remember a story about a frog and a scorpion. Nandun sila sa forest, tas nasusunog na yung forest. Buong forest, sunog na. And sila na lang yung natitira. So fight for survival na to. So yung frog, tsaka yung, yung scorpion, magkatabi sila. Sabi ng scorpion, frog, pwede ba ako sumakay dun sa likod mo? Sabi ng frog, nako, di na. Baka tuklawin mo pa ako. Tapos papatayin mo lang ako. Sabi niya, eh, okay ka lang. Pag tinuklaw kita, paano tayo tatawid dun sa river? Paano tayo mabubuhay? Paano tayo mamamatay? Hindi kita tutuklawin. 
So yung frog, sabi niya, okay, sakay ka na. So sakay na siya. Talon siya ng mga dahon sa river kasi sunog na yung forest eh. In the middle of uh, jumping and swimming, sabi yung scorpion, biglang tinuklaw yung frog. So sabi ng frog, paano mo ako tinuklaw? Sabi ng scorpion, sorry, nature ko eh. Problem is our nature. Just like a kid touching the electrical outlet. Yung mga anak ko, ganun dati ng bata. Rafa, don't touch that, ha? Pag hindi na ako nakatingin. Sino sa inyo at one point? Dato lang, ginawa niyo yun. Huwag kang lumapit sa electric fan, baka maka maputol yung daliri mo. It's, your, it's in our very nature. Disobedience is part of our nature. By the way, segue ko lang. When you say sin, it's not just offending God. Yes, bottom line, you offend God by sinning. But your sin and my sin and the sin of everyone affects the people around us. It affects the family. It affects the community, the city, the nations. Totoo. Ganun yung effect niyan. Yes, one sin of Adam and Eve affected humanity for generations. Up until today, we're experiencing the effect of sin. Sin affects everyone and it brings death to everyone. This is actually the great deception. Ano yun? Living a life and saying, I'm okay, but you're not really okay. Living a life and thinking that you can do it on your own, but in reality, you cannot save yourself. That's the great deception. We were dead. You and I were condemned before and deserving the full wrath of God. When you say wrath, dito tayo medyo nagkakaroon ng tension eh. When you say wrath of God, madalas hindi natin matanggap. Sasabihin natin, how can be a loving God, a merciful God, be a wrath, be a wrathful God? Natanong nyo na ba yun? Ba't ganun, Lord? Ba't pinapayagan mo yung ISIS? Pinapatay yung mga Kristiyano? How can you allow that, Lord? And then we start creating our own gods na wala yung wrath. Hindi, ang God ko, loving, merciful, Kaya nangyari sin ng sin ng sin. Bakit? Eh wala yung wrath ni God eh. And every time tayo naman yung nakaka-offend, tayo yung nagkakasala kay God, what do we ask for God? Mercy. Lord, patawarin mo ako. Pero pagka tayo naman yung 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 inagrabyado, De Lord, kailangan may justice yan. Justice has to be served. Tanggalin natin yung mga tao na yan. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> Wala sa script yan, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we are deserving of God's wrath. Justice is one of His very nature. And He must of necessity, because of His nature, pour out His wrath upon our sin. But God, everybody say, but God. 
But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Grabe no? I like, I like the Bible when it says, but God. Every time that word comes out, but, you know, that's a powerful word. It negates everything that it says before that statement. How many of you would like to have second chances? Look for the word but. <laughs> but God. Kanina sa verse 1, sabi ni Paul, As for you, kung sa atin lang magdidepende, we are dead, patay tayo. But God, after three verses, change everything. Yes, patay tayo before, but now, but God made us alive with Christ. We make bad decisions, we make, we make trespasses, lapses, but God can turn around our situation. David and Goliath, kala, niya, kala ng mga tao, Goliath can never be defeated, but God helped David kill Goliath. Woman bleeding for 12 years, once, he, once she touched the cloak of Jesus, touch palang. God healed her from bleeding. Lazarus being raised from the dead, but God. Now you may have emotional breakdowns, you may have depression, you may have a dying business, a relationship that has been sour for 10 years or more. Say it with me, but God. God is a God of reversals. God is a God of multiple chances. We were dead in our sins, but God made us alive in Christ. This is the gospel. In John 10.10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Ito yung buhay na sinasabi ko kanina, hindi siya counterfeit, hindi siya fake, but it's a life coming from God. A life to the full. That day we were children of wrath, deserving of the wrath of God, but God poured out His wrath towards His Son, Jesus. Imagine that. Yes, andun pa rin yung nature ni God na wrathful and the penalty of sins should be judged and, and deserving of wrath. And yet, but God directed it towards His Son, Jesus, so that we would not experience His wrath. Kaya pag naintindihan mo yung gospel, parang pag nakalabas ka nung, parang, parang ka ni-redeem, and you were made alive, and, and now you're free, parang, wow! Yung feeling ko na, na, na hindi ako nahuli, coding pa lang yun, ah. Parang, wow, grabe! Nakalusot ako! Yes, I realize I, I deserve penalty for my sin, but I believe God has this grace upon my situation. Deserving to be penalized, but God gave His grace. Undeserved. This is the only solution. For by grace you have been saved through faith. How did we get saved? By grace. And this is not your own doing. 
Again, if it depends on us, we're dead. And it's very clear here, this is not our own doing. It is the gift of God. How many of you received gifts already? Wala. Kawawa naman. Bigyan lang nagalo. This is the problem. When we receive gifts, sometimes we doubt the giver. Why are you giving me? Di ba birthday ah? Yes, you don't deserve it. It's not your birthday, but I'm giving you the gift. So what do you need to do? Receive it. Don't even attempt to pay for it. Minsan, sarap lang lokohin, eh, no? Sige, bayar mo. Dina, thank you. That's all we need to do. Receive the gift of God. Why? Regalo yan. Sabi niya, not a result of works so that no one may boast. Para hindi mo iyabang. Imagine heaven. If our ticket to heaven is our good works. Anda, ang ingay niyan. Ay, ba't nandito to? Eh, paano eh, binayara ko. Namigay ako sa church. I did good works, I did this, I did that. Actually, yung isang pader dyan, akin yan. And most of the times, we are like that. But it's very clear, it is by grace, through faith, not our own doing, it's the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. I don't deserve it, but still God gave it. It's a gift. Now, don't get me wrong. Baka tinatanong nyo, Alan, paano naman yung mga good works? Part pa ba yan ng Christianity? Paano na yung past good works ko? Wala na yan. Eh, yun. Sorry, before Christ, filthy rags. Pero may makikinabang nun, I'm sure. God will use it. But now that you are a follower of Christ, you receive Christ, good works is still part of it. It doesn't end with salvation. Na-save ka, hindi ka pa namang kinuha ni Lord eh. Sino sa inyo nung tinanggap niyo si Jesus? Lumibad na. Wala eh. Di ba? So anong ibig sabihin? You're still gonna do good works. Sabi niya in verse 10, I got it from the Amplified Version. For we are His workmanship, His own masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, alive ka na, renewed, ready to be used. For what? Good works. Which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which He set so that we would walk in them. Anong ibig sabihin nun? So that you, your life is full or filled with good works. It was prepared by God beforehand. Si God ang nag-prepare yun. Hindi na tayo. That's why when you do good works, it's initiated by God. You will never run out. You will never run dry. Sabi niya, He prearranged and made ready for us. So good works is still part of it. So if you're a believer today, if you receive Christ, and there's nothing happening in your life, go back to God. Why? You should be fruitful. Wag kang pumayag na walang fruit yung buhay mo. Bakit? Buhay ka pa eh. Pag walang fruit, anong ibig sabihin? Patay. But I see people who are alive. Alive in Christ. Now before, as I close, let me share with you a few stories. The effects of good works. Chinkitan, the, the gospel was shared to him decades ago. 1990s yata or 92. Around that time. 
And it was shared to Chinky by Tony Rose Gaida. Right? Now, Chinky Tan, after uh, receiving Christ, did not stop by just receiving Christ. He started discipling men despite his busy schedule. One of the men he discipled was Randall Chongson. Almost a decade ago, he reached out to him, and ever since the gospel reached Randall, it changed his life. Now, let me clarify this. Randall is still a work in progress. But I know he is maturing in Christ up until today. Now, Randall, because of the effect of the gospel, started reaching out to his family. Right now, every one of them, they're in church. One of, her, uh, one of Randall's daughter is now in our campus, uh, campus, as a campus missionary, and now studying as a full-time missionary. Now, it didn't stop with, with Randall's family. Randall started discipling other men. And he started uh, leading victory groups. And despite his busy schedule, kahit na mga international schedule niya, he still sees to it that he continues what, what God has started in his life. Continues to honor him and make disciples. And just recently, ito, picture na to, sa Dubai pa yan. Nasa chapter 3 na sila ng 1 to 1. You know, that's how God works. He brings you from death to life and He uses you to be fruitful. Unlike our life before, when you were dead, there were no fruits. Yes, there were good works, but the effect is not, not like this. It's not... Yes, the effect of sin is... Effect, affecting the family, the community, the society, but the effects of having life in Christ is different from being in sin. And it did not stop there. Balik ko kay Chinky. Chinky engaged Joe Damango few years back. Siguro five years ago na. And then Joe Damango brought his family, got baptized all together at the same time, and then started discipling others. Now, while they were discipling others, an, an opportunity opened for them to migrate to Australia. So they went to Canberra, but because their DNA, their, their blood, when you open their hearts, it's make disciples. They can't stop doing it. Why? Because of the gospel. And they started their home church in Canberra. And then they started baptizing people in the name of Jesus. And because of the gospel not being contained in one person's life, spread. And now they're, they're one of our leaders, the pastor of our Every Nation Canberra Church. Grabe lang, no? How God transforms people from death to life. Impacts the family. Impacts the society, the community you're into. Impacts the city impacts the nation. I know you have your own story. We want to hear your story. We want to hear how God transformed you and now you're impacting your family and the community you're into. As I close, now good works is no longer a ticket to heaven. Good works is not to earn the favor of God. Now we are doing good works because that is our original purpose in Christ. 
good works was prepared by God beforehand that we should walk in them living the good life. This is the life that I desire. And this is the life that all of us should desire from God. Now your good works will impact not just your family, not just your community, not just the city and the nation. It will impact the next generation. This is the good news. And this is the only solution. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com victoryph.